Wobble Puffet? Wobble Buffet? Shelves are full, and what's on them often forgotten. Sad games and some other media silently cry out to be played again. And given the attention that they deserve. This is why John and Dave get together each week. They force each other to take one of these sad games off the shelf, dust it off, and give it some love. Their discussions of games and other game-related topics will surely go off the deep end. But they always pay homage to those that are shelved and forgotten. Welcome to Shelved and Forgotten, episode 13, part of the Dayspace Podcast Network, which can be supported over on Patreon at patreon.com slash dayspace. My name is David Moore. Joining me is a man who's been talking me off my Nintendo Switch ledge all week, Johnny Casino. Hey, man, we have spoken more in the last seven days than we have ever spoken ever ever <laughs> yeah i mean we spent an hour and a half playing mario kart two hours on a facetime call yeah <laughs> um yeah and so it's been a week it has it's been a good week i think uh and i'm really excited today uh it's my second podcast today i did my my first one earlier with the uh we play indie colon the podcast which will mostly be just referred to as we play indie we might get into that later at some point, but also we have a special guest today, Dave. We and do? We do. And our listeners out there, uh, they'll recognize this voice from the intro you just heard. Um, they might know this person as the guy responsible for us starting our bizarre food show that, uh, you know, who knows if that'll ever take off or not. But it's fun. Oh, we've, we've officially run out of episodes. <laughs> yeah, we have. We'll have to We'll make this work this week. Um, but also, what they might not know is this is the guy who had to let you down gently and tell you you could not be the fourth Nintendo dad because you don't have kids. <laughs> From the Nintendo Dads podcast, Mr. Justin Masson. What is up, everybody? It's Justin Masson coming to you live <laughs> From inside a hotel room. Hey! <laughs> it's me, Justin Masson. What is going on, you fools? Um, you know, it's funny. Listening, I, I listened to that voiceover, and I was like, hey, that man is a sexy voice. <laughs> but more importantly, I, was, I listened to all my podcasts at 1.5 speed. So I'm like, why is it so slow? <laughs> I, I was like, are they are they slowing it down? Did I record it that slow? That is horrible. Well, okay, I'll tell you. Here, we'll let you in on on the secret. Is I did some things I pushed closer together. Other things I pulled further apart so that it would fit with the piano music sure. to make it more dramatic. But that is your my favorite thing about that 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 take justin is before you did that take you say uh sad sad take <laughs> <laughs> pretty legit yeah no that, that, uh, that's professional no work right there is what that is yes absolutely. <laughs> so so uh shortly after we started the show dave uh sent me a message asking me if i could be creative and i wrote up the script uh and he's like hey let's get justin let's see if justin will voice this and for me, I wasn't sure if I could have done it because, I mean, I'd only been podcasting a little bit. 
Dave had another reason why he couldn't do it. If you want to hear it in Dave's own words. Look, I know I don't have the most masculine radio voice in the world, but okay, fine. (laughs) (laughs) That's fantastic. Oh my God. And now it could be used against me at any moment at any day. That's, that's amazing. (laughs) And this is what we do to each other on this show. Oh man. I I, I hear that somehow there's a wobble puppet um, clip. Oh, did you not hear it earlier? Oh, I heard. I heard a couple episodes ago. I was like, "Wait a second, what did I just hear?" Wobble Puffet, Wobble Buffet. Mm-hmm. You will you, never live that down, Justin. It's, you son of a bitch. It's Wobbuffet. <laughs> not my world it isn't. So, so, Justin, this is the first time you've obviously been on the show, uh, mm-hmm. and and you're in Kansas City right now. I am. Apparently, you had a tremendous event happen. That I did with Chipotle. I was exci- it was it was it was exciting, guys. Let me tell you this. I, I want to hear this. I do. I'm so, dying. So first and foremost, um, I I think I actually might need to start a, like a podcasting consultant company, <laughs> right? Where I go to a podcast and tell them what they do to need to do things better. For you, it was add food. <laughs> <laughs> Your podcast becomes exponentially better. For Bobby Pauls, I was like, you should talk Nintendo stuff, and he did it. You're welcome. and if neither of you know that story the legitimate story is i told bobby one day you should do a nintendo podcast you have nintendo stuff all around your wall and he went oh that's a good idea and then he started his show and then he tells the story that basically i like strong-armed him to create his own nintendo podcast but yet wouldn't be on it with him ridiculous although slightly true so here's what i did a few months ago, I was down in, in, in Boston uh, as I travel so much, and Dave said, you've got to go to Chipotle's. And I was like, what the hell is a Chipotle's? And I didn't have time to get there, but I was excited. So I was burning some time. I was in Kansas City, walking around downtown, and I found a Chipotle's. And I was like, Dave said, i got to go to Chipotle's. I will go to Chipotle's. So I go in, and I order a chorizo sausage burrito. Oh my God, I love the chorizo. The chorizo is new, right? and that stuff is good. That stuff is so good. It's good, right? <laughs> so, so I'm like, I get on the wrap, and they're like, would you like rice? I was like, yes, I'd like rice. Like, do you want beans? No, I don't want beans, but I will get veggies. And then they put on the chorizo, and then I'm like, throw on some salsa, throw on some guac, throw on some lettuce. And all of a sudden, this woman is wrapping what appears to be a small child. <laughs> And this this thing that she gives me, my friends, my arm hurts. This bicep hurts for me just like eating this tot, this burrito the entire time. And it is heavy. Like you could you you I expect to hear like local man was killed by a Chipotle burrito beaten over the head with it, folks. Like those things are like they're so heavy. The fact that the bag that you have that are that you were given is like industrial strength. Right, that is not a normal like fast food bag. It is like cardboard bag with a handle. It is like a shopping bag. Right? If you have to give your 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 audience, your your restaurant tours a shopping bag to hold your container of stuff, it is crazy. I had it last night for dinner at like ten like nine o'clock. I didn't have breakfast today. I was like, no, I'm Yeah, because you're still, not hungry. Still working through the Chipotle. I'm like still working through the Chipotle. And even when I got to a 12, I was like, I should eat, but I'm still working through the Chipotle. <laughs> um, 
Man, it was fantastic though. I might go back. I'm here for like another seven days. I'm not gonna lie, I might go back for some Chipotle. So it was good. Thank get, you for the recommendation. Get steak so, though. If, so, if you go back, day. get steak. So, so here's my one problem um, with Chipotle. When you get the burrito, you get this chunk of rice. That, so you'll take a bite, and your bite is literally tortilla and rice. I like that. So, yeah, I do too. <laughs> I don't like that. I prefer, and I love tortillas. I love things wrapped in tortillas. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I prefer to get the the bowls. And put a tortilla in the can, bottom? I, have, I don't remember. Whoa, whoa, okay. whoa that's but, mind-blowing. I'm, I'm, you can I'm, get the bowl and you can mix it up so you get everything in one bite. Okay. Yeah. Here's now, my si- okay, go ahead. I'm going to blow your mind. Oh, Chipotle oh, tip. Now, now, that, now that you've gone, Justin, get a bowl. Get yeah. the tortilla on the bottom of the bowl. What? Don't let them fold it. Then you can eat it like a bowl so it's not impossible to eat. And then you can roll it up and eat it as a burrito after Hash, hashtag chipotle life hacks yes is what's going on right now <laughs> yes oh what what and if you want to if you want to go crazy you can get the hard tacos on the side and then you can make a couple little tacos eat the tacos and have a burrito bowl. okay so here's my other problem here's my, here's my other problem right so i live down here in houston right we are literally you know miles from mexico so we have all the tex-mex and it's hard for me to eat Mexican food. Like I like Chipotle and burritos and those other places like that, but it's it's mm. hard for me because there's these places that you walk into and I will walk into these some of these places and I'm like, "Wow, I'm the only white dude here." Sure. And I'm the whitest of all white dudes, so I stick yeah. out. And I'm hey, like, hey, "What's that?" Hey Johnny, do you know how far uh Canada is from Mexico? <laughs> well, I mean, a whole goddamn to- country is between it. <laughs> <laughs> so what you need to do, this is what you need to do, Justin. Uh, and I don't know what you do for a living or what company, but you got to find a way for them to send you down to the southern parts, the part closer to Mexico. Okay. So okay. that you can get real, real Mexican. Mexican food. And it depends. Like Mexican food in San Diego, which is right outside Mexico, is very different than Tex-Mex down in Texas or even Mexican food in like New Mexico or Arizona. Right. But it's so much more authentic, and it's it's just something about going and getting a giant California burrito at some places around here, where you know, hey, this is where the people who you know were probably you know them or their parents were born in Mexico, but they go to this place. That's where the good stuff is. Right. Yes. Except except Chipotle is three meals, like Justin said. All right. Oh, yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> no. And I, no. Don't get me wrong. Like I get it. Like I will still eat at Chipotle, and I will still have a smile on my face. I also eat at Taco Bell, which is quote south of the border by their little saying or whatever, yeah. but is not. Yeah, and and, no. and in Canada, where I'm from, the the authentic Mexican food that we have is is Taco Bell, right? Like, <laughs> which that's, is that's the, that is the that is as close to authentic Mexican food as we're getting for my country. Uh, mm. nobody goes to a country that snows six months of the year, right? Like no Mexicans be like, Oh, sir. No, I don't think so. Right. Like that's not going to happen back the other way. So I don't know why my Mexican sounds like he's Irish. I don't know why. Yeah, you, you, Cause it's the only accent you ever picked up other than Canadian. <laughs> I can do a, I can do a pretty good, uh, East coast, uh, Boston. And, and Marty McFly as well. Ro- drop the eye, drop the eyes. You seek sweet mother. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> It's a sax. It's a red sax. Thanks, thanks for our first explicit tag. Um, 
Of course, uh, this is Sheldon Forgotten. We, your should show do a for whole, we should do a whole episode of the food right now. We should talk about that. <laughs> well, we, we, we made a show for it. <laughs> yeah, eating, yeah, you've eaten two things of mine, and no one else has anyone else shipped you stuff? No, but no. I, ate, I ate beer flavored jelly beans with Jeff. That was fun. Um, oh, wait, hold on a second. On that thought, did I tell you that my son will continuously ask me if he can have those jelly beans because I have a pair, yes. I have a pack? Yes. He loves those things. Also, to answer your other question, Dave, uh, you can get bigger bags of Hawkins cheesies. Yeah, I saw somebody somebody told me that in the comments. I in Costco, you can get ones that are like this, like massive with all those little ones inside of it. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. This is your show for everything in your backlog. Uh, we do talk about video games here, not just Mexican food slash Chipotle. Oh, I thought Chipotle was also part of your backlog. <laughs> oh, it is. It was part no, of yours. Was no. <laughs> it's part of your backlog. It's fine. It sure um, is. <laughs> your, your backup log. <laughs> no, that's what everybody responded to his tweet with. Uh, so, John. You just don't know where to go, do you? Yeah. I feel like I've thrown you off a bit. I think, I think everybody throws me off a little bit. Uh, John, I'm, I'm going to let you go first this week. Oh, thanks, man. And tell me about your game. And Justin, if you think of a game you played, you let us know and we get there. Yeah. <laughs> if not, if not, feel free to make fun of us or just, you know, whatever. So this week, I had been waiting till I finally had a week again where the, the wife and kids were at work in school and I was off. But the problem was MLK Day came around and my kids were home more than I thought. Um, but I did get into playing Fable 2. Mm. Uh, I picked it up for two dollars at a pawn shop. I was very excited for that that buy. Uh, it became it's backwards compatible. Threw it in my 360, or sorry, threw it in my Xbox One. Um, and I had been warned that this was not a game for kids. Rules when it comes to playing games with my kids around. If the violence is, if the violent feels, if violence feels real, I won't play it around them. If it's obviously cartoony. I know they can separate it, and I'm not, I'm not worried about my son. If my daughter gets scared at all, I'll turn it off. Uh, so luckily with Fable 2, whenever you're fighting, like you fight the person, they finally fall back, and they turn these little orbs of light. Um, you use fireballs and stuff, so it's, it's all very, like, not real. So it's okay. So I was able to do this. My son also liked the fact that when you interact with people, you have these different options. So th- throughout the whole game, you can interact with people. And you can be mean to them. You can be nice to them. You can give them gifts. All these different things. You can flirt with them. Right. And one thing you seems really seems really appropriate for children. The only fable I played was the first fable for the Xbox. Um, that game doesn't. I wouldn't play that in front of kids. (laughs) I you know I played the I played the original a little bit way back in the day, and I don't remember much about it. I'm I'm gonna try it again whenever Ben brings his his original Xbox over at some point, but. But this one, my son really liked. You have this dog that follows you around. And I got this, like, I found this special ability where my dog will stick his nose in the ground if my character farts. <laughs> and you can, like, literally, so, so you can find the fart mechanism to do to people and hold it down in like, the green area, get smaller, and you let it go when it's in the green area. And he will just rip this huge one. And... And and my son would just die laughing. And my wife, who was in the other room, was like, what the hell are y'all out there playing? <laughs> uh, 
So, so later on, I'm playing it with my with my daughter because she wanted to see what this was, and it, and like the violence is nothing. Like the violence is not. There's no gore in it. There's no like people screaming in pain. It's 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 very fake. So I wasn't too worried about that. So. Uh, I had just gotten married in the game because you can get married. Apparently, you can get divorced and have multiple wives and I don't know, all this craziness. And so I got married in the game, and this thing popped up because it just happened. And this thing popped up said, hey, you have a new thing with your family. Push the up button for your family. You push the up button, and you scroll through, and it's like, here's where she is. This is the amount of money you're giving her every day or whatever it is, how much you're allocating towards her. Is she happy or not or whatever? And then does she have any desires? So I'm like slowly reading through this and I get to the bottom and it says desires to have sex. And my daughter is eight years old. And this is what I knew was coming. <laughs> yeah. Well, I knew, well, I knew there was sex in there, but I'm like, I can just avoid those situations. That's easy. I just won't have that happen. I don't care. I don't need everything to happen. I just want to play through the overall story. And my, I close it out. My daughter's like, that's what she wants. I know what that is. I'm like, You're eight. You're eight. You're not supposed to have any idea, one, what this is, or two, read that far down the screen. So I ended up turning it off uh, because I wanted to go back and find out what happens whenever you do that. <laughs> By the time I did, uh, like like many women, she was out of the mood. Um, so <laughs> I'm waiting for Justin. <laughs> I'm just going to let that pass. It's too easy. But, but, it's low-hanging fruit. Not going to do that one. <laughs> But, but overall, I'm having a lot of fun with the game. It, I, I went on to how, the, the How Long to Beat website. And it says it's like eight or ten hours. Um, I'm maybe three, maybe four hours into it. Now with everything else going on, I, hopefully I'll get around to finishing it at some point. Um, the combat's actually kind of fun. I mean, you could sit there and whack away with him with your sword or your axe or whatever your melee weapon is. And then instantly turn around and fire a fireball at someone further away. I haven't found anything too hard. I like the dog. It kind of helps you find the treasures. Um, I like some of the little things. Like, depending on what you wear, it'll affect other people. Like, if you wear certain things, it'll be more aggressive or more unattractive to people. Um, if you if you eat too much food, so you can buy food that helps you, you know, with your health. But if you eat too much food, you get fat. And when you get fat, you become unattractive to other people. Tell you me know, about and, it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I want to play, like I want to play a game that makes me feel good about Mike's current self. Like, what? No. <laughs> well, but, uh, you know, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I'll tell you this, Justin. Um, I actually, <laughs> I actually sat there and I was like, man, I'm hurt a little bit. I've got this food I can eat and I did not eat it because I did want, not want my character to get fat. Like, my character got a complex. Wow. So, I, that's hurt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fascinated weird. you got this far into the role playing, um, John. This is a whole new uh, wave of of my impression of you. Well, it's, uh, it's what I like. <laughs> okay, so here, here's my issues with RPGs, right? Um, is this really an RPG though? It's more like a role playing, like like action I, game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it it is, it is, and I prefer those because my issue with RPGs is when you have to like. You you uh, you know you you hit a certain level and you're like okay now you have to pick what it is you upgrade. I'm like well I don't want to pick what it is. I want my person just to progress. I want now, you to tell me how I'm progressing. You know if I have to pick what weapon I want to choose, that's great. I can pick what weapon I prefer. But I want you to tell me how I progress. I don't want to have to choose that stuff. That's way too much thinking on my part. 
Oh, you you is, look you're about to say something and then you yawn. That was funny. Is, is, like, there, ah. is, there, is okay, is there is this the fable where you get guns? There are guns. I have not bought one yet. I do have a crossbow that I really like using when people are far away. Because I, I really like using my fireballs. Because I remember that being like a weird transition from the original fable, which didn't have guns and wasn't set in modern times at all. That was more like I mean, fantasy, you know, more magic based kind of stuff. More Skyrim. Oh, oh yeah, no, this one's set in a, a semi. I mean, not modern times, but you know where there were still muskets and and whatever else. It, anyway, I'm having a great time with it. Um, it's a lot of fun. The quest story is okay. Um, I like that you can be like, okay, this is the quest I want to choose, and you can choose the quest and say to go there, and it will move you to the closest point to that quest. But it'll tell you how many hours are passing which will determine if it's night or day when you arrive and like shops are only open during certain times. Um, you can, you know, make people like you more to so get better prices and you can do jobs that aren't too tedious. So sounds, sounds overly complex for my opinion of, or my game style, but maybe but it's, it's not, not as, it's not, not as bad as it sounds. No, it's not. It's, it's okay. So take an RPG and then make it, make it more Johnny casino friendly. All right, I I played a game this week, John. <laughs> kind of. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna tell this story because this is more than I have to say about the game. <laughs> That's a start. Bodes well. Justin, you've you've been Nintendo the whole way, right? Uh, I I had some minor uh, times where I uh, cheated and uh, did uh, have a PlayStation. Okay. Did you repent? One and two. Okay. I said, I said, I said a couple of Hail Luigi's and Mother uh, Mario's, and uh, that definitely helped with repenting. You didn't say Mother One, Two, and Three. No, you oh, did. You did like that. Well done, honey. Well done. You didn't milk a cow <laughs> and say One, Two, Switch. Uh... No, that looks inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> it does. It does. Then you, then you require a different kind of uh, uh, repenting. I. So. There was a a service on PSN, I guess we can call it a service or a game or a a hub, called PlayStation Home. John, do you remember this at all? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I I think it's on the PS3, isn't it? Or is it gone now? It's gone gone now. They've closed it. But I'm I'm disappointed. I missed out. I think I walked around it once. I've walked around it maybe three times in my life. But... Uh, inside of this this virtual world where everybody's stupid PlayStation, uh, like, essentially me's avatars get to go into this big open space and there's some, like, mini games and stuff to play. But inside of this arcade, there was, like, an arcade full of, like, other games. And there was some just, like, simple, like, Brick Break or whatever kind of games in there. But sometimes they would put these demos for these games that were also available on PSN to buy. Right, and they were like basically demo arcade machines, and you would walk up to them and you could play them. There was a game in there that always blew my mind. Was called Echo Chrome. You ever played this, John? No, I I literally walked around. It's like this is ridiculous, and left. Well, it, it was it was stupid. But the point of this is this game that was inside of here that I always thought I wanted to play this because essentially it's a a puzzle game in which you are changing the perspective of what you're looking at so that you can move your characters around so you can get them to, like, whatever the destination is. It's very Captain Toad Treasure Tracker. Hmm. Actually, it's kind of what it is, except lamer. 
Uh, <laughs> so about two, three months ago, finally, for once, we got a decent free game on PSN because uh, we never get anything worthwhile ever, period, end of story. And I got this game and I was like, I cannot wait to play this because I've been waiting years to play this, but I wasn't going to pay 20 bucks for it or whatever. So I was played it. A giant letdown. It was a complete I w- letdown. <laughs> I want it to be a complete letdown. Like this, I want the story to build up and like the <laughs> crescendo of it just be you crashing to the floor. Thanks, John. I'm so glad. I mean, not this, because this is kind of like, because it makes a better story. Uh, I told you there was a story, not a good game in here. <laughs> oh, that's good. I, I thought I was going to enjoy this. I thought that it would progressively get more exciting, but what the reality and I realized was that it was one of these games where you screw up, you either need to do it again or you have to start like you basically have to start over completely. Um, and you're just, you're turning, you're turning the angle of everything with your analog sticks. And like, sometimes you just can't, like you feel like you can't do it quick enough. And like, this is a game that I probably would have liked a lot more if it were just like on an iPad, which touch controls. Mm. And I'm just like, I can't believe that I thought this was going to be good at all. And it wasn't, and it's not fun. And I played probably the first 10 puzzles. Um, and I'm not impressed. And, and Sony, this is a cool idea, but it, it, it was like, it was like something that was like, and I started on an idea. Like, what if we made a, a puzzle game that had, you know, based on perspective and based on what you could see. And then like, but then somebody's like, I got a really idea. What if we had Toad and he couldn't jump because he's got a heavy backpack and we've got these puzzles that are in these things that we turn around in a square. Like somebody took what Echo Chrome was and then made Captain Toad Treasure Tracker and like perfected it to actually be a fun game. Okay. So Toad can't jump because of his backpack, not because of his giant head. Yes. <laughs> it's not his head that's big. It's his hat. Are, are we sure about this? Are you sure he's not wearing like a uh, like a knit cap that just happens to cover that giant weird-shaped head he has? I feel confident. <laughs> I thought it was okay. a fungus that was controlling his mind, and that's why he talks so weird. Yeah, thanks, Matt. Pat, simmer down. <laughs> it's true, though. It makes sense. Yeah. Like everything that that man puts out for some reason mm-hmm. makes sense. Drives because, me nuts. Because science, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the point of this is is a stupid arcade game that was in a stupid open world that you got to explore and talk to people who would say creepy things that were probably 40-year-old men, except I know that there's 40-year-old men around here, uh, <laughs> talking just 60-year-old kids who thought it was fun to play the airship minigame Echo Chrome is a complete disappointment, and once again, PSN continues to give us games that we couldn't care less about. And my next game that I'm going to talk about next week is a game that I got free on Xbox Live, which is exciting. Okay, so but are you? I'm not going to tell you what's wrong for an older man to talk to a younger man via webcam on the internet. No, I'm talking about in in an avatar world where you have your own house and you can go to your house and say creepy things to each other. Are you sure it was a man? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> that's, are we, talk- are that's- we talking about? Are we talking about Mitomo right now? <laughs> <laughs> Justin, did you know you were one of my first Mitomo friends before I had I knew who you were, sure. but we had never talked to each other. I I have that impact on people. They know Justin, who I, am. I, I I would open Mitomo and I would see you come in and say things, and I'm like, 
I don't know what he's saying. This is Mitomo. This is ridiculous. Justin's the sure. only Justin's the only person I've ever sent a message to on Mitomo. Yeah, for coins. Yeah, we, yeah. <laughs> they don't get me anything. No, they sure don't. They sure don't. So, Although, guys, okay, I'm I, ready. I, I don't have a game, but okay, I want okay. to ask you to a question. Okay. Being that this show is about games that are shelved, and dare I say, forgotten. <laughs> what is it that drives us to continue to purchase games that we know will sit in this digital shelf or physical shelf? What is that drive? And here's my question. So a couple of days ago, I'm, I'm traveling. I'm like, I'm, maybe, I should, maybe I should download a new game to play on my travels. I'm gone for like 10 days. Maybe I should do that. And I saw the, the Xeno uh, Blade Chronicles uh, 2 trailer. I was like, oh, maybe I should play Xenoblade Chronicles 1. And I open up my eShop and I get to the game and I'm like, ah, 50 bucks. I don't know about that. And then I was like, what the hell is wrong with me? <laughs> I have so many games on my 3DS that I have not fully finished, that I have not partially finished, that I have literally downloaded, left never... on my and not started some of them. What is it that drives us to want to continue to accumulate these digital pieces of media when even when we consider it and we look at the switch on the horizon, the edge, we know that that physical copy that I bought of Splatoon, I cannot play on my switch. What is it that drives us into this madness to do it? Can you provide some insight? Well, okay. So, so part of it, I know for me, like part of this, this, this shelf that I'm digging games off of is a mental shelf. It's like games that I meant to play and just never got around to. Now, that aside, the other part is with new things that come out, when we buy new things and we set them there and we never get around to them, it's because you're like, you know what? The conversation is going to be about that. I have to have that so I can be part of the conversation about that. And then you just never touch it. It's like what I was gonna. I'm gonna say this is that it's kind of peer pressure, right? So let's use this example, and I already know that this is going to be me. Right now, as it stands, I have a pre-order for the Nintendo Switch. People are dying to know because for the last twelve episodes of the show, you and I have been panicked about this, John. But oh <laughs> but now I'm no longer panicked. the The thing is, is there's a game coming out in the second month of the Switch. It's called Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Pre-ordered. Why would I buy that? Because it needs I... to sit next to Mario Kart 8 on my shelf. <laughs> exactly. It's not, it's, not about, it's not about the fact that I need a new game. It's the fact that part of me says, what if, what if Justin and the Nintendo dads want to play Mario Kart on the Switch? Or what if Bobby Pauls wants to play it? Or Sean Capri? Or John gets it and I want to play Battle Mode with John? Or like... If you want to and, get your butt kicked. And I'll pick it up. And the same reason that, like, the true reason I got a new 3DS is because I loved Hyrule Warriors on the Wii U. Like, let's just go through this for a second, right? And this is – maybe this will give some insight. I bought that game and the new 3DS to play that game, and I played that game for about 30 minutes, and I gave up because I realized that I don't like it on the 3DS at all. I love that game on the Wii U because I like playing it on a big TV <laughs> – and I like playing it co-op with friends. And that's fun too. But I don't care about playing playing Hyrule Warriors on 3DS. But I bought it 
thinking it was something that I wanted to play because I enjoyed it. So the same reason that you'll buy Mario Kart 8 again, or the same reason that, uh, I mean, I bought, what else did I buy recently? I haven't bought anything new recently because of this show, which is a, a blessing because I think playing a lot of the old games, and that's what makes this show so exciting, is is picking up those things that we didn't play for me. Um. But every time, like, but, but okay, so but here's another thing: is I'm thinking about picking up one two switch. Why? Why do I? Oh, that's a real good question. Why do I want because it? Because if because that is a hell of a question. Why do you want one two switch? I don't know. And, and here's the interesting thing for me, from a father and a parenting perspective, one two switch interests me because it's a family game. No, I get that. I can but playing that with all the kids, but is that enough of a reason? Also, I want to make some counter arguments here. Dave, I 100% agree with the hype machine. I was a victim of this with Fire Emblem Conquest, right? I was like, there, there's hype around this. I have to try this. I'm going to do it. That was the worst goddamn decision I made. If I, could, if I could refund a digital copy, I would. I don't like, I'm trying to find a folder on my 3DS so that I can bury it set that digital folder on fire and then be like, never go here again, but I can't. But then I also kind of wonder is like, is there this weird hunter gatherer mentality that we have in our basic primal instinct as men, our job cavemen was like, I will go hunt. I will gather. Right. I will bring back. But in me in this digital age is like, I have brought back game. You will all be happy with game. If the world is coming to an apocalypse and the zombies attack, I can be like, don't worry, honey. Don't worry, family. I have a plethora of video games for you to play while we wait for the zombies to kill us. Enjoy Super Mario Land. Right? Like, what is it that... And I, and I do agree the hype. Right? We're all going to be sucked into uh, Breath of the Wild and these big games. But, like, I, I, I open up my, my 3DS and I look at it and I'm like, there's a screen. I literally picked up a game for the show to play in September. And I have not even launched it once. And I was like, I am dying to get my hands on the game. I'm super excited. It's gonna be really awesome. Haven't opened it once. <laughs> what, now what game is this? Is it, is it a, it's actually Gunvolt 2. Oh, I see, 3DS. I about that. And I liked Ozzer Striker 1. And I was excited for two. And anything better than Mighty Number no. 9 is great. Right, so I was excited to give this a go. I got distracted in other games, and I've forgotten about it. And that moment feels like it's past. But how does a moment pass in a game? Do you know what I'm saying? So, okay, so let me give you let me give you my thoughts on this hunter gatherer thing. All right. So a while back, it was, it was good though. Was it? it was good? It was a good analogy. It was. It was. It was actually very good because a while back. I was like, man, I need to start collecting something. Like, I have this urge to buy stuff for the purpose of collection. And so I started getting um, Amiibos. It, no, 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 <laughs> no. I am collecting very specific Amiibos that go with very specific things and not in the crazy other form. Not uh, me. Uh, sure. No. So I, I, I do have a Waluigi. It's awesome. Um, so... I started getting the the uh, Funko Pop di- does a uh, a DC and a Marvel box, right? So I was getting a, those depending on what they were. So I built this shelf up, and I have these like a Marvel shelf and a and a DC shelf with some stuff on it. And I was like, okay, well, I'm kind of done with this because the, the things they're coming out don't don't really get in me. And I started getting into you know recollecting my retro systems. 
And so Christmas comes around. So you spend all this money on Christmas for the kids and whatever else. And I didn't get any video games. And I've talked about this kind of, but I didn't get any video games. I didn't really ask for any. And I see pop up on Twitter for the cheap best gamer that, you know, they're having like a, a, a retro flash sale at GameStop. And I just start hunting. Like I'm going through, I'm like, I like this game's on my list and this game's on my list and this game's on my list. And in a period of about a week and a half, I bought 11 different <laughs> games between the GameCube to the Super Nintendo era. And some of those were $45 games and some of them were like $3 games. And I got good deals on all of them. Otherwise I, I, I'm still a cheap bastard, but I, so I got good deals on them and stuff, but like it, it was, it's that need it's and, and like, I bought, I bought uh Mario 64. And now, now because of the new Mario game coming out, I will beat that game before holiday season. But Buying it, I was like, I don't know when I'll ever play this or if I'll ever play this. I just want to have it. I want to be able to look up and see this thing. I want to have it. And now I'm like, okay, I've got to take a break. I have to take a break from this. I've got some more games I want. I take a break. So I start like flipping through like the hundreds of vinyls that I've put in my Amazon wish list. And I'm like, well, what vinyl am I going to buy to add to my vinyl collection next? And it's just <laughs> like, I might never listen to this, but I, I, I want my Scott Pilgrim versus the world vinyl. And, and I want some of my nineties alternative vinyls. And I, but I want them. I, I have to have them. I have to have them. I have to have them. <laughs> And they start scratching and next thing you know, yeah, no, but showing up. But it's 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 like the amiibo thing for me too is like I had to have like I got one of the Animal Crossing ones because I'm like, oh man, Tom Nook is so funny, man. He looks stoned, he's hilarious, and I love Tom Nook. And I'm like, but I'm just gonna get Tom Nook. Why did I pick up the rest of them? Those are the stupidest amiibos, and those are the ones you can get for like three dollars now everywhere. Well, I picked them all up for like three dollars a piece, but okay. like well, that, that I can endorse. And see, that's the interesting thing, is I do believe that there's also this, like, there is the hunt, right? There's a compulsive hunting part of it where we also feel like we have beaten the system, right? We have got something at an exponential deal that if we didn't purchase it, that would be foolish, right? <laughs> like, if I didn't purchase a $3 Isabella Amiibo, why? Like, I am stupid and people will make fun of me, right? Like, there is this kind of, like... E- if like here's the thing, if I if I went to the eShop and I found Chrono uh sorry, Xenoblade for like 30 bucks, I probably would have pulled the trigger. Why? Because I, I feel like I'm beating the system. I feel like I'm getting it at a better deal. So I'll make that acquisition. Because eventually at some point in my life, I will have time to go back to these games that are sitting on my shelf, physical <laughs> or digital, to tackle. Right? Why this but, show exists. <laughs> but yet but yet I won't because I will continue to fill it with other new things, right? Like I just put a pre-order in for breath of the wild that will now take up my time. Am I going to go back to play Pikmin three that I picked up on my Wii U for 20 bucks as a hell of a deal. I yes. probably won't. Should I? Absolutely. I should, but I probably won't. Why? Because time is not infinite, right? I will eventually lose time. Right? How okay. many games have you purchased on the Wii that you never completed before you went to the Wii U and the Wii U games before you moved to the Switch? Right? There's so much media that we are almost overconsumed with choices. Okay, so I would I would bring this up at the end. I would bring this up at the end of the show, uh, but because it's the topic that we're on right now, I will ask you this, Justin. The Wii U is it's not dead yet because the Switch hasn't come out. But soon oh, enough, it will be dead. And we, we, I mean, we classify it as dead once the successor is out in the, the hands of people. That's our real yeah, I, I, show. 
I I consider what? unlike support. Sure, that's sure, fine. Sure, whatever. It's still brutal. And like the heartbeat, lo- and the heartbeat looks like an outline of a Mario. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so in at the end of February, beginning of March, when, depending on when everything mm-hmm. airs or whatever, we are going to record an episode dedicated to the Wii U. And what is on our shelves that we have forgotten about on the Wii U? So what do you have? That's a good episode. That would be oh. your. And, and, and I'm going to send this out to the community and I'm, I'm going to send out a tweet to specific people and whatever else. But so I want to know like what people are holding on to that's like, okay, this is what we could now use for Sheldon Forgotten now that the Wii U is last gen. So what, what do you got? What do you got that's just sitting there waiting for you? So I, I would say there's, there's a difference between like, like uh, you know, having got into it and began playing and getting like finding your rhythm and there's a story and come back to. There's other things like you've downloaded maybe you've played it for five minutes, you got distracted, right? So I, I will tell you that Assassin's Creed 3, Assassin's Creed 4, <laughs> Batman Arkham. Uh, no, sorry, Batman. Oh, wait, okay. did you really? Did okay. you, wait, hold on, hold on. Did you purchase these? Not Arkham. Uh, Batman Begins? Is it Begins? Is it? Well, these are uh, all things... These are all things we're allowed to play, John, because these are PS3 games. <laughs> Arkham, okay, so no, 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 no. Arkham, Arkham, I did, but is it Batman Begins? Okay, now what about like Wii exclusives? Like Pikmin three exclusives. Okay, Pikmin three. Uh... Paper Mario Color Splash. <laughs> no, you. Oh, played I played. That. I, I played that, but I don't feel like like that's a game where I've played it, but I can. I've still got more. Still got more. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, cause there are games. Like, here's a great example. Uh, Wind Waker. I've played it. I got a lot. Have of Have you not beaten Wind Waker? Not beaten Wind Waker, right? And I'm, that is the only Zelda game I would beat, and then literally play it right afterwards again from the very beginning. I know I other other, thing, other things got in my way. Uh, no, nothing should get in your way of Wind Waker. That game is so much fun. Mario 3D Stop. World. 3D World was great. I haven't eh. completely. What else is on the Wii U? Oh, Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze. That's a fun one. Wait, hold on. You should play that with your kids. I know. I know. Wait, I haven't you, finished it, though. You gave that game... I mean, as long as your kids don't rage quit. You gave that game game of the year, Justin. I, I hate that, that. I hate that game. I hate it's a great game. That is the, it's hard. That is the, it's a great game. It's too hard. And the I feel that is the... the Look, just because <laughs> you suck just a little bit more than I do... It's yeah. the Wii U game. It's the only Wii U game that I feel like I purchased and got ripped off. Oh no, no, no! For no, me, no. for me, this is for me. Like Mario Maker, I hated Mario Maker because Mario Maker is full of troll levels. But I don't feel like I got ripped off. Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze was so hard for me that I feel like I got ripped off. <laughs> wow! Trying to what else? Uh, uh, I have an indie game, Teslagrad. Um, what else? You need to get some friends together and play some affordable space adventures. I didn't ever pick that one up, actually. Uh, oh Swapper. Oh, dude, the Swapper is amazing. Yeah, those are, I played like I played a good chunk of it, but again, so there, so there are games oh, where I have so played like hours into it but never completed. Right, Donkey Kong Country is a great example. I put hours and hours into it, never completed it. Right. Yeah, uh, Captain Toad is another great example. I played like half of it, then lent it to a friend. I don't know where the hell it is now, 
Uh, <laughs> but that's you better go track down that treasure. That's an example, right? Like, so there are games like that where you where you have put in variations of it. I want, I know Pikmin will be fantastic. I've played portions of Pikmin before. I've played the demo before. The kids loved it, but I have. But time, time is the thing, especially as a parent, you battle against, right? Like that is yeah. that is that is that is the thing. Because I also want to raise, I don't want to raise my kids who just sit in front of TVs all day, right? Yeah, well, so, so you can put them in front of an iPad and other devices. So exactly. they leave you alone. I'm just not managing my time with my children effectively is what you're saying. <laughs> well, I mean, to so. be fair, like, like, let's here. Here's another thing that we can bring up in this, this conversation about this time thing is like, I played a dumb puzzle game this week because I felt like I didn't have a lot of time yet. Like one night, like John and everybody played Mario Kart with Sean Capri for like two hours. Like, yeah, that, was, that was an amazing and, time. And it was so fun, but I could have played something else. <laughs> <laughs> that I I'm haven't that I that I haven't played. No, I'm glad I played Mario Kart. Rather than played yeah. Mario. And then there are other games like a Mario Kart or a Splatoon where I feel like I have got my and I guess it boils down to value versus time proposition. Right? Where I feel like I have I have dedicated enough time in it that the value that I have got for it, I feel I'm justified in that. Right? There's this there's this cross cross point where you feel like the value that the financial money that you've put down versus the amount of time that you have put into it is this tipping point where you're like, I feel like I'm okay in that, which is why when we get a game at a steal of a deal, we feel like that, that time that we can put into it can actually be lessened because the value of the financial cost we put into it is lessened as well. Therefore it becomes much more disposal, much more what I would call fast food gaming, right? Where you can have small consumptions of it. It's not healthy for you. You don't feel good about it. You kind of feel bloated. You might have the shits later, but you can move on to something else where you have an actual good meal where you pay higher value for Right, like this is kind of the, the the challenge of what creates our shelf that we continue to go to, and I think like that's part of this weird, weird dichotomy that we're kind of in as gamers. I actually think that we have too many choices to choose from. Right, back when we were kids growing up in the NES, I guess you kids weren't. You'd probably be. I guess you Dude, all I grew remember up with the NES. 64. He's he's. He's your age, Justin. <laughs> oh, yeah. My age, like, you and I are, like, the, are like, close to the same age. Crip Keeper age, right? But back when we had – and I've talked to the guys about this before. Johnny, when you were growing up, how many games did you get a year? Oh, uh, one? I two? got two. I got not, two. Not I, got one, one, I got one for birthday, one for Christmas. This that, is was how, that was how games worked. Right, so your choices were like those two games, and maybe you got to borrow your cousin's game or something, or you went down yeah. to Blockbuster and you rented. But you had two games, so you your choice, two, right? Oh, you yeah. open up your 3ds right now, or go look at your library. What's your choice? Oh, it's <laughs> you way are, too many. You are almost immobilized by choice for what you're going to play. And when I when I bring my DS with me traveling, and I open this thing up, I am literally like, I I don't know where to start. Do I go back to this game like a fate, a Fire Emblem Fate, where I'm like, yeah, I should try this again. Maybe I was in a bad mood. Maybe <laughs> I, I need to like, I need to just maybe restart that again and try again. Or do I go back to like, oh, I should still putt through getting through um, uh, uh, Luigi's Mansion. Oh, you know what? Maybe I should try uh, Gunvolt Two for the show because that's important. Oh, you know what? I tried that Star Wars game. I kind of enjoyed that. I should give that a bit more. And then by the end of it, I've been staring at my 3DS screen for two hours. And guess what? The goddamn plane is landing. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't made a decision what I wanted to play. That's my point. So here's oh, here's the, the funny thing about Pokemon this whole conversation. 
I, I'm pretty sure that Professor Masson here has like upped the intelligent level of this podcast by a a thirty fold, if not more. Gentlemen, I mean, I just had to get my finger out of my nose, and I could have done that. All right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently, now we're finally talking about uh, video games. Ah. <laughs> nice. Nice. Oh. Sean, did you have something you wanted to talk about? Because I don't know if we're ever going to get to the bottom of this. No, we're not. We're not. My, my, my... I, was just, I, was just, I was just curious about your guys's, and, 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 and I do think there are other categories too. Collectors for items. Collector items. Well, right? yeah, I, like my urge. Like there's a, there's, yeah, there's a compulsionary like urge to collect. Um, you know, a great example is like I never, I never experienced the GameCube. Uh, oh, I, so I think good. you guys are probably aware of this. I never had the GameCube, right? But I recently traded in uh, some old uh, PlayStation stuff, and I had credit at like uh, a game store, and I got a basically new in box copy of Mario Sunshine. Oh, so good! Never experienced. Like the manual is crisp. I think it's a lot of the poster in it. Oh my God! Right? Other than the cellophane, like no one opened this thing, right? And I picked up Luigi's Mansion. Oh, and which is right? which? By the uh, way, have you played and, it yet? Because it's better than the 3DS version. I haven't because I was because I'm currently in the 3DS version. I, I'm like I don't want to mix it's, those things, right? It's so and much I, better. Than and I, it, so like there there are things that like you definitely you pick up because you're like I haven't experienced that and I want to. But here's the thing: I picked up those games. I picked up a GameCube controller. I went down to my basement, had the Wii U, right? Backwards compatibility. My wife was like, "We need to get rid of the Wii." I was like, "No, backwards compatibility for these games. We're keeping this thing." And I sat down and I sat with my kids and I played uh, Sunshine. And it was a great experience, and I loved it. And I'm like, these are two games I have, but when will I come back to do this? Because I'll probably get distracted by something else. Do you know what I mean like something else always steps in front of that 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 list, that long kind of laundry list of games? I still have like Metroid Other M that I'm like 90% done yet, but I haven't quite completed. I'm like, one day, one day, I will go back and finish that 10%. And I'm like, I don't even remember what's going on in the store anymore. No clue. Well, that's no why you clue. need a podcast like this. It forces us to do these things. Yeah. The if, things that we want to do anyway, it forces us to do them. If, if I could play clips from segments of the intro, <laughs> I would. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I had access to that kind of stuff. But it was, it, it's interesting, right? Like, I, I, I very much thought of last year of kind of doing a little bit of what you guys are doing currently. But my intention was the following. I will go an entire year without purchasing any new games on any platform in any capacity. And the only thing I can do is play what I currently have. Don't worry. One, don't one worry. Trailer. Don't worry. Don't worry, Justin. That's all we're getting on the switch for the next year, except for Zelda oh, Breath of the Wild. Mr. Negativity. <laughs> Mr. Negativity. <laughs> Listen, Odyssey's coming out, Splatoon 2. Yeah, a year from now. If it doesn't get delayed, Odyssey is coming out. It won't get they're delayed. Not, they're not going to delay Odyssey because that's going to be their Christmas game. And so was Zelda <laughs> two years, almost three years ago. <laughs> okay, now, now now you're just being hurtful. I know. All right. I'm adults, just, adults are speaking now, Dave, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, us Nintendo dads. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't want right, to say Johnny Casino has a better chance of being the next Nintendo dad, but... But I do have all the required, you know, you know, parts there. The, the prerequisites. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have more experience. Uh, 
with children? With kids? <laughs> no, with the show. <laughs> I, I do. Hmm. Hmm. How many goes there? All right, let's 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 move on to whatever John wants to talk about. So I was going to tell you about this last week, but we we had to cut it short. Um, yeah, so thanks I, for I, ruining something else, Nintendo. So, <laughs> holy crap! <laughs> wow, so so sad. <laughs> so, I play a number of mobile games just because there are times when I have to be places that I cannot have a system. Uh, sometimes like I'm someplace where I, I'm there for a few minutes. I'm not going to bring my 3ds with me and bust it out. So I always have my Candy Crush on my phone. I always have my Mario Run, which I don't play all that often, but every once in a while I go through and beat Dave's avatar. Every time uh, I go in Mario Run, I found out that I lost a bunch of toads and I no longer want to play it anymore. And I haven't booted up Mario Run in three days. Wait, hold on a second. Do you lose toads if you don't race? Yes, like because other people, other you other people, you, yeah, you, you take, take my. You yes, you do take my toads. Does it? Are you serious? Yes. Justin, Why is this true? My toads go I down. I don't think that. I didn't think that. But now I feel like I have I to check. <laughs> I'm pretty I sure. I watch my toads go down, as you said. I had over. I had over a thousand toads. The last time I booted it up, I had. I have like eight hundred and ninety toads. Maybe you just lost a lot. Like I didn't lose. Know. I didn't lose two hundred toads. <laughs> well, I'm, gonna go, I'm gonna go check my toad collection now. That's a weird thing to say. Oh, um, it is. So, so my son got an iPad for Christmas. And the disappointing part is that now he hasn't really played on any of the Nintendo systems that we've got him other games for. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. But, but he wanted this game, and so my wife had him do chores to pay for the game. It's like a 3 or $4 game, and it's called Little Inferno. And it's a game that his friend had had. And I'm like, I don't know what this is. So once he worked it off, and we put it on his iPad. I, for free, I put it on my phone. And I started playing this game. I will tell you, in total, I have put 10 hours into this game. What? Yes. Well, I, here, here's the problem. Is, is I played through it one time at about six hours. Thought I messed something up early that I wasn't going to be able to go back and undo. And started over. Now, the purpose of this game is that you are staring at a fireplace. And you have a catalog of items. And you have a list of combinations, and you have to figure out what items make these combinations based on their names. And some of these com- and the, and the combinations are ridiculous, and the items and the descriptions are ridiculous. Um, it, so it, it's a little bit humorous. Now, throughout this, you get these letters from a neighbor who is supposedly right on the other side of the wall who is also burning things and has you <laughs> see her things. And she talks to you, and she sends you like a, a, a ticket for a free hug. At one point, which is what I burned. Free I went, from the neighbor. Yeah, it's it's bizarre. Like it, it, it just and you get these letters from like the weatherman talking about how it's snowing and not stopping. But all you ever see is this fireplace. You put items in the fireplace and you swipe your finger around and it burns and they burn up and they give you coins and you have to use these coins to buy more items. And if they I have you, no idea what you're even talking about right now, but okay, it, okay. So just imagine <laughs> a fireplace. You're throwing something <laughs> in the lighting fire. And trying to make combo. Like the, the, the gameplay mechanic is can you guess what items re- are required to make these combinations? Okay. So my son loves it. It's funny. It's, it's it, the things that happen. Like you, you have this cat and you set it on fire and it poops before it burns up. And you have like a tree and you set it on fire and like the little duck hunt birds fly out of it and you can like tap them and you shoot them as they fly away. 
at the end of it, it's like, hey, you remember those four special things? Put those in there. So you put these four special things in there and you light them on fire and your house burns down. And the next thing you know, you're this little guy walking on the street and you're making him walk along the street and you start running into these people that you have had letters sent to you from, like the weatherman and the mailman. And eventually you find this corporation and you start talking to the woman inside the corporation and it starts getting like super deep about how, oh, you could be anyone you want to be. All you have to do is let go and just go away from where you are. And it's just this like story that's going on. That's like pushing kids to be and go and do something. And I'm looking at this and I'm like, my, 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 my five-year-old son is going to have no freaking clue what the hell is going on with this. Like he's going to think it's funny that you give the girl the hug coupon and she gives you a hug. But it's all about, no, 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 I'm leaving this town, but you can't come with me. You have to go on your own journey. It's like a Dr. Seuss, the places you can go in a freaking. After you burn your house down. After you burn, well, you got to burn your house down first, of course. I mean, you got to burn down your roots before you can move to the next level, Justin. This is what it teaches you. Light your house on fire and you can be something better. I am so confused right now. Let it go. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, don't, I don't, had you sing the intro. Don't don't worry. That's the next Disney movie we'll have with fire because we did ice. Now we've done water. Next is fire. Let's just all right. Well, they're working. They're making their way through the Captain Planet and major elements. Oh, I miss Captain Planet. I've mm-hmm. only heard of Captain Planet. Uh, 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 something only the kids of the nineties would remember. Oh. Click. Uh, mm-hmm. the GameCube in the nineties. Uh, yep. <laughs> you don't have the yeah, 1990. <laughs> the GameCube. <laughs> oh, John, I hate you. GameCube. I hate you, John. You're the idiot that said it. <laughs> so, anyway, the, the point, the point okay. is, is like this, this fun kids' game. I say kids' game where you're burning stuff just to make combos and it has this gameplay that if you actually get all the way through is trying to give you like life advice for high school and college kids. I, I don't know. It was so bizarre. It was so bizarre. Okay. Is there, is there a, is there a, a, a story or a, there is a story here. No, that's literally it. But like, okay. okay the but there's nothing to talk about here. I'm confused. <laughs> No, no, I had to just get that out of my system. Like, just had to let it, just had to get it off his chest. When that happened, I was like, "What the fuck is this? Why is this happening? What is my son going to think when he finally gets to this point when he stops bugging me?" Sharing is caring. Sharing is caring. Uh, I had a topic, but now I'm so distracted by burning your house. <laughs> you should. Oh, by the way, it does say when you start the game. That you should not burn your house down, and you should not play. Well, with that's fire. a good public public service announcement. It is. Did you, did you guys know that they run PSAs on the radio at like three in the morning? I just found this out. For what? For stuff like 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 drug resistance and like like you seem super excited about this driving. No, because because this is a thing that like I went to college when I was taking classes in radio and production like this. Right. And they're like, man, you got to learn how to record PSAs because they're really important. Yeah. Like I, like I can't remember the last time I heard one on the radio. And then like I was, we were driving and like, like they played like seven in a row at three in the morning. Did any of them end with, I learned it from you, dad. I learned it from you. (laughs) 
or the more you know jingle. Oh, I love the more you know jingle. All right. I'm going to bring up this topic and then we can wrap things up, which means 45 more minutes, Justin, just hang in there. Uh, <laughs> Wait, I'll, I'll get there, buddy. So there's an event in history that has occurred in the last week, and I don't really want to talk about that event because it was a C- minus at best uh, in the <laughs> presentation. But, but... <laughs> I, I love how you saying that is almost like you sticking to, sticking it to Zach for saying it was an A-. <laughs> it is. That's the whole point. Uh-huh, because it's not an A-. It's not even close. Can't I can't even get close to an A-. But the point of this is, is when we went into this, and, and if you guys listened to last week of this show, you, you've heard us going into this excitement with so much enthusiasm. I never thought that I could be turned around on what I thought was about to be the absolute must-purchase thing in the world. But what it started getting me to think about is the other consoles and the other times of leading up to excitement for games or even consoles. And I kind of want to just talk about, like, if you guys each, as, as you listen to this, have a story about, like, a moment that, like, you waited up for the buildup. And, and it can go the positive way, which is what I want to hear is not the negative. Where I don't want to hear how we, we thought we waited an entire year with a console with one game that came out for it the entire year because we thought they were prepping for this one moment where they were going to prove to us that they had something worthwhile and they didn't. Uh, Do you have something in your chest you're trying to get up there, Dave? <laughs> I've been talking about this with you for a week, John. I don't know if I can talk about it anymore. But I was thinking about how when the PlayStation 3 came out and how excited I was, despite the fact that everybody was extremely disappointed and that thing was outrageously overpriced. Did you get a second job? No, I was saving for years. I was saving money for years that I was earning. Doing, I was working at a computer store, I think. Must have been um, stocking. I was stocking CD racks in the basement of a computer store that's super shady and has been there forever. They say they can remove malware, but they can't possibly remove malware. Um, it's just really gone off a weird deep end on that one. <laughs> the point of this is, though, when I when I picked up a PS3, man, I was so excited for what I thought was going to be a six-axis controller. Uh, Uncharted looked amazing, yet I ended up at the time disliking it a lot more than I, I enjoy it a lot now. But as at the time, I was extremely disappointed in what I got. Um, but like I, I think about this thing is where you build up for this this moment in time, and you you actually get what you wanted. I was curious if you guys have moments like this. Moments and things you've waited for. Like when I was growing up, like the Harry Potter movies were a huge deal. And I remember waiting for those. I, I like, like how he says when he was growing up, the Harry Potter's thing. For so the rest of us is when we were grownups, the Harry Potter movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I was 11 so when Harry Potter. So before I went to Harry Potter, I threw back a couple beers. <laughs> <laughs> I got trashed and then went and got and seen them. Yeah, I'll show you. Yeah. <laughs> John, do you have a do you have a moment like this? No, I'm I'm gonna let Justin seems like he might have one quicker than I do. Okay, I I don't necessarily I, I guess have it as a game, Dave, but I guess I would say the, the the excitement, the fervor, the kind of cultural hot hotbed, uh, and all your friends being involved, uh, excited for something exact same time, right? You gotta get caught up in that. I think for me, it would happen to be Star Wars Episode One: Phantom Menace. 
Um, and Which is I funny because we talked about this. <laughs> I remember standing outside with all my friends being like so hyped for this and like so much enthusiasm. It's going to be amazing. And walking out like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> now, now, what were you I, dressed up I, as when you went? I didn't dress as anything. I didn't dress as anything. Just, uh, just a regular person. It's a little uh, bit so, of a disappointment. So, I'm a little, so I'm a little would, disappointed in you, Justin. I'm just going to say it. But, like, I remember my friends and I, like, standing outside for, like, six hours staying in line at the local movie theater in Cochrane. Um, but I, so that was a disappointment. I think one that positively went in my way was probably the actual week. Um, the, hi- the hype around that, the fervor to try and get a machine, um, and just how much I enjoyed that and how much the entire family enjoyed that as a party machine. So, so I don't know if my memory is just crap. Um, if it's too many nights on a submarine breathing recycled air or too many, you know, homemade beers, but okay. So when the Wii came out, I pre-ordered it. I don't remember why. I don't remember. Like, I know I had the GameCube and I knew I'd gotten back to being into Nintendo pretty big. Um, I remember. I, I wanted it. I, I remember the buildup of, of the years of the rumors of calling it the revolution and people no, talking about remember. it. But I, I don't remember. I don't remember wanting a Wii until I had played one in Jeff's in Jeff's brother's bedroom, two inches away from the TV, and he tried to explain how to play Wii baseball. And you cannot possibly play that sitting down with a TV two feet in front of you. This this is true. But with the Wii, like, and I've said this before, but like, I pre-ordered it. I went and picked it up at I, what I assume was either Best Buy or GameStop or something like that at midnight. And then I walked past all the people sitting outside at Walmart, like waiting to get one. And I was baffled, like I was legitimately baffled at why they were sitting out there and why they hadn't just pre-ordered it. And I don't know, like now I can see. Okay, there's people that pre-ordered the Switch, and there's people that are. You know, you know, he and Han about it, and will want it day one, but didn't get in on the pre-orders, and that's gonna be that same group of people. Now, here's here's the only thing. Like when I got the when I got the Wii and I brought it home, I was not disappointed. I was excited, had a good time. It came at a perfect time in my life because, you know, sometime shortly thereafter, my my daughter was born, and it was a great system for me to hold her and be able to play video games. Gonna have to have my hands right next to each other. Uh, I don't think I ever smacked her with a Wii remote playing any games. Um, <laughs> I hit Jeff once that I can remember. Were you cradling him at the time? Because that would be awkward. Uh, no, but... <laughs> but... but Oh, I'll, those are funny memories. I will tell you the disappointing part. And, and once again, like I wasn't following video game stuff at the time. So I don't know why I even ended up pre-ordering the Wii. Um. But I went and picked it up, and I'm like, man, like I ordered it. I ordered a game, so I, I, I think it was Zelda. What else would like, it have been? I was like, man, I need another controller. Hey, I'll take another controller. And the guy just like laughed at me. And I'm like, what? I, but I want another controller. And he just like stared. I'm just like, oh, oh, this is going to be hard to get. And I remember having that moment. And I'm like, oh, well, I guess I'll be playing a bunch of one-player stuff for a while. I, you know, whatever, no big deal. Uh, but I remember having that little bit of disappointment. But I remember being excited that, you know, after I realized that there was a reason it was good that I did this thing. Like, and I did, I probably did it for just like, oh, well, it's coming out. I might, I might as well. I mean, whatever. You know, that's I, the closest I got for you, Dave. Okay. I mean, I went and got, I went and pre ordered a Switch. 
I know you do. We want to talk about that a little bit, just a tiny bit. Justin, how was your pre-order? Because I didn't hear you talk about it. I don't know if you got one online yeah. before. So I I went down to um, <clears throat> to the EB Games. Um, it's about a kilometer from my house. Um, and that's how far? Uh, play Pokemon Go. <laughs> just... Sorry? <laughs> yeah, yeah, go play some Pokemon Go. You'll figure it out. <laughs> um, so not not too far off from my house. Now I had got an email that like the store was opening at seven a.m. Um, so I, get, I show up at seven a.m. I show up at like eight o'clock in the morning. No, they're not opening it up till ten. So I was like, well, that's a bugger. I go back to work. Um, I can't get down there till ten thirty. So ten thirty, I, I bust down there. I get in the store, and there is a lineup of people, and there is nowhere posts about their quantities or anything. So I'm like, oh, and I'm at ten thirty. So there's. 30 minutes were gone past. People are probably like, I don't even know where I am in this line. So I just stay in the line and you're just kind of waiting, right? And I'm kind of looking at the people. The person kind of goes up and he's like, yeah, I'll get a red and blue one. Okay. And so he marks that off in the clerk. And there's only one clerk working this entire time. Okay. Same. He's like, well, that's that's met our uh, quota for the entire store. And I was like, for, for red and blue, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, well, I'm probably not getting one, but I'll wait in line. And so like the next person comes up and they're like, Oh yeah, here's three Xbox games I'm buying. And I was like, wait, wait, what? You're not in line for the switch. <laughs> that person so is going to regret that is going to regret so he that. Gets, gets Xbox games leaves. I was like, okay, that was weird. Next person. <laughs> Here are my five Funko pops. I was like, wait, you're not in line for the switch. I was like, who is in line for the switch? If you're in line, let me know. If not get the fuck out. <laughs> right like oh my god it was like it was when i went to went to wait in line for the mini nes classic edition and somebody was like no i'm in line for resident evil pre-orders i was like what are you doing why are you here right now you're ruining for the rest of us get out um so yeah and i i had i had no huge i had no huge uh problem with it ordered it it was just fine now i will remind you in in the great white north the price tag here is 3.99 for the switch that's uh, crazy i'm so and sorry then, and then if i need to get four if i need to get two more joy cons because the family that will cost me another hundred dollars so before i get full everything i'm looking at 500 bucks okay now that you still did it is is there a good yeah, reason uh, to get an extra set of Joy Cons other than playing Arms two player on one TV? Well, I think I think like Arms. I, can't, it. I also wonder if um, One Two Switch might be it. One Two Switch yeah, is two player. Everything they've shown, you know, everything they've shown on One Two Switch is two player, where each person has one Joy Con. That's the whole point right. of it. But 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 I recognize that my family would want to play, right? Because here's the thing: when we when I think of like playing video games with, as a parent, it's a it's a family experience, right? And sure, there are games like Breath of the Wild I can play for myself. But but what's really brought my family together since the return, since we've kind of returned back to Nintendo with the Wii, has been family gaming, right? It's been playing Mario Party together. It's playing Mario Kart. Uh, it's playing Wii Sports or Nintendo Land. And I think. And I think when you think of those those things, that's what's important. Um, and I, I, I was just talking to Bobby about this, but I think Nintendo made some huge errors. I think not bundling in a game that sells one, two, switch. system. One, two, well, I don't even know if it's one, two, switch, Dave. I'm going to be really honest. Here's the thing to think about it. What explained the value of the Wii as from, from a gaming perspective? Wii Sports. Wii Sports, right? Because you picked it up and you instantly got it. 
You understood what this game did in MacGuffin. What was it for the Wii U? You can say Nintendo Land, but I don't think that this is where I, I wonder. This is where I wonder about the difference between Nintendo Land and One Two Switch. But here's because the thing: I, I like Nintendo Land. Don't get me wrong; I think Nintendo Land is a great game. Um, but compared to Wii Sports, is not the same right. thing. Nint- but but here's the thing: Nintendo Land sold you on what the MacGuffin of the Wii U was, which was the gamepad and kind of being able to do things on a smaller screen that has impact on a larger component, right? That was kind of the MacGuffin. But my question is, what is the MacGuffin of the Switch? And I don't think Nintendo told that story. Is it the fact that you can take it anywhere you go? Because they sold that a lot, right? Like, pick it up. Is it is it the fact that you have the Joy-Cons, which allows you to do multiple different playing styles? And I don't, and I don't think, I don't think one two switch from what I saw tells that story the same way that the Wii told you what the, the Wii Sports told you what the Wii did, right? They showed you how it was different. I think Nintendo priced it far beyond they should have. The Wii, the beautiful part about the Wii is it was is like two hundred bucks. That's an incredible impulse buy, oh, right? Yeah. And it's easy for an entire family to get get together. So you have to buy some more. Um, Wii Motes and to play four player Wii Bowling? Uh, $300. Right? Because the Wii was 200 bucks and then three more sets of controllers, 30 to $35. You're at about 300 bucks. Canadian dollar was a little better at this time, though, right? Sure. Uh, <laughs> Canadian, do- Canadian dollar was better back then, right? Yeah. But still, to be able to go all the way to this point and to be at, at a $500 mark and not even have a game yet, that's an issue. I think Nintendo has not sold the game, the system well. I think they've sold it to the fans. They relied too heavily on Zelda. Um, and my wife was very honest. She said to me, she's like, listen, if you weren't doing the podcast, I would probably have had a very bigger problem with you picking up the Switch because that is a large chunk of money. I was saying to Bobby, here, here's a bit of an example of, of, of something put in context. For $500 Canadian dollars, I can get um, every single member in my family, the four of us, a new 3DS uh, with the faceplates. Every single one of us and have an extra $100 to pick up games that we could use for family gaming night, right? Where we could play something like a Mario Party, where we could play something, anything that has more um, um, multiplayer action, right? And probably, if you think about it, for a family that travels a lot like we do, that's probably more value than the freaking Switch. Right, and yeah. and that's already that's already got a huge game library for me to pull from. That my, I know my kids would play, like Animal Crossing. I've never. I, I, I don't think Nintendo did a great job. To go back to this conversation that I started, <laughs> because I said I wasn't going to talk about this, but I can't help it. Um, I I've never built into the hype and been disappointed before the hype was even over either and that's really weird and and this is the weirdest thing to me is that nintendo dropped the ball before i even made the impulse by like mario maker i made because i was like oh man i can't wait to play justin's levels and him make things that i can't beat and i'll make things that he can't beat and it'll be great and then i got it and i was like this is just full of troll levels and there's nothing to do here right yeah. but i pay i already paid for it <laughs> like it's it's too late the Switch, I didn't even buy it yet. 
I mean, I put my down payment because I know that if I want Mario Odyssey in a year, it's going to be hard to find because we're talking about Nintendo. So let so let me ask you this question then, Dave. What is it that made you pull that trigger? Because I knew that if I didn't go put something down and on March 3rd, if I want this thing, I'm not going to be able to get it if I didn't put money down. But why do you want it? Because I want to play Splatoon 2 and Mario Odyssey. Okay. And I and mostly Mario Odyssey, to be completely honest, because Zelda Breath of the Wild apparently doesn't run much better on the Switch than the Wii U. Right. And I, you know, so I can get it for the Wii U and I'd probably be perfectly content. Yeah. I picked this thing up because I know that at Christmas when I want to play Mario Odyssey, because I know I'll want to play Mario Odyssey, because this is the world I live in, I won't be able to get one if I wait till then. But that's but, why I pulled it. That's and that's a stupid reason, Justin. But that's the reason I went and gave well, him hundred dollars. Are, are we okay to pay four hundred dollars for a seventy-five dollar game? I I mean I'm going to play Splatoon two. So there's two two there's two so games, there's right? two like, there's two games. And you're going to buy Mario Kart just so you can get beat by me? Oh, well, I, now I'm still wondering if Mario Kart's even four player on the Switch. Meaning, if you don't have to have two Switches to play four player. I think you. Uh, I mean, I think <laughs> we you still would. don't know. Don't even let's not clarify anything. I and I and I'm still having a really hard time paying sixty dollars for battle mode and having to pay for an online service to play Mario Kart with my friends online when I can boot at the Wii U and play Mario Kart Eight with friends right now. Yeah. So I'm very and, and I really like Arms, Justin. So there's sure. so there's three games. There's yeah. three games, and I know that by the time Odyssey comes out, I'm going to want it. Mm-hmm. But, see, but see, this this is where I'm in like a very different situation too. Is that like it didn't matter what the lineup was going to be, I was going to be buying this thing because I <laughs> but, play. But why? <laughs> well, because because most of my gaming is done away from my game room, whether it be hanging out with the wife and we're just kind of like relaxing, getting ready to go to sleep before the night's over, or whether it be work-related stuff where I'm just not at home and I'm gaming at that point. Even if I get a new job that I'm working on getting right now, I will be traveling a bit. And so I want to be able to play these bigger games not tethered to a TV, even though my preference would be on the TV. Mm -hmm. But the fact that I could take it with me either throughout the house or on the go or whatever. And so that alone sold me on this system just because of my personal needs. And I mean, go ahead, Justin. it's interesting for me because it was it was funny. My wife and I were talking about. It. I was like, "Oh yeah, it's so it's so awesome because because you can pick it up and you can take it on the go, and it's so cool." And my wife looks at me. She's like, "But but you're not going to take it on the go, are you?" I was like, "Uh, why wouldn't I?" <laughs> I was like, "Why would I not take it on the go?" And she's like, "Because the moment you take it on the go, the kids can't play it." And I was like, "That is that is a very." Very solid point, because the moment I leave and I take it with me to travel to, to Kansas City, so I can I can play it on the the airplane like this. My kids now can't play any games. Don't you want to play? And, but but you got to bring it so you can play one two switch with Jesse. I know, but then I'm like I'm like that's I guess that's a really good point. So and then I'm like okay, so how am I going to? So I'm going to have this thing plugged in at the at the cradle, and I'm like so how when would I use it? And I'm like, you know what I would use it is when my wi- wife was like wants to watch The Bachelor, and I'm like. Uh, That's exactly when I'm going to use it. Time for some Breath of the Wild, and I'm like, tabletop, and, now, and now, no, and now I'm like, and now it's a Wii U. 
It's well, doing the exact see, same functionality as the Wii U does. Except the Wii U does it really poorly and doesn't have a really nice screen. <laughs> it doesn't, but it doesn't matter if it's like if if I know it's not leaving the house. Now, does it really matter? Because well, it, because it, it, the MacGuffin is taking it anywhere you go. But if you know you're not taking it where you go, then does it really matter? It, that's another thing with me though is I'm not sure when it comes out if I'm even going to tell my kids it's there. And not that I don't want to do family gaming with my kids, but we have the 3DS, we have the the Wii U, yeah, and you know, I mean, with the, to a small extent, the Xbox, you know, with a, a couple games or whatever that they play on that. And that like the Wii U is effectively my son's. Like I still have games I'll play on it, but it's effectively his and the games I'll play with him. This other thing, I don't want him to be sneezing all over, which he seems to have done all over the Wii U gamepad. <laughs> yeah. One, he will never play this game, this thing undocked until he gets older. But I mean, there's not going to be anything coming out until Mario, which is, I mean, almost a year from now that he's even going to care about, I think, all that much. I'm only going to, I'll tell you, the only reason I'm going to buy Mario Kart, ready, John? Because of me? Because, because, yeah, because I can, I can, I can play it on the table. Like comfortably with a really decent controller on a really nice screen while she watches dumb TV. You know what's interesting about this controller, and I know we've gone way off into a switch topic here, but I know, but I can't help it. I'm so upset. <laughs> okay, so, so so you take the Joy Cons and you you turn them on their side, and you have a you have the L and R at your fingertips. You have the A B X and Y, which either was the A B X and Y or was the uh, D pad, right? And you have your little joystick, right? Now, if you have the other one, because of because of the way they've done the controller, that joystick, that thumbstick is now in the middle of the Joy-Con. So it's not sitting there in the right spot. It's over. Wait, so so and I was showing this to my wife and I was like, well, it looks like Ben's gonna be player two every time. I'll just <laughs> toss him that controller. It's gonna be awkward. Like I think it's fine, but it's gonna be awkward. I don't know what we're doing with this thing, man. I've we're, we're I, beating many dead horses. I did not mean to bring this up at all. <laughs> well, that seems like a probably a good spot then to end the podcast. <laughs> Thanks, yeah. Justin. I feel like we should have wrote you something for you just to take us out with your. We can always go out on a little bit of. Look, I know I don't have the most masculine radio voice in the world, but. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's too funny. As I as I can hear, I can just hear the high pitched feminine voice of my <laughs> vocal cords. <laughs> the best point is forcing him to hear his own voice. I could never have read our intro. I never could have done it. Um, I think you could have. No, Justin, you do it too perfectly. Um, guys, this has been Sheldon Forgotten. I played Echo Chrome. Uh, John played. Uh, have you forgotten a, already? A burning game where he burns things in the fireplace no, and then no. burns his you house down. You always text me and ask me, what's our title? What game did you play? Because you yes. forgotten by the time. I played Fable 2. <laughs> and then... Where I burn people only. He burned stuff, guys. John burned things. Uh, Justin hung out with Bobby Pauls for some reason before the show, and that's what he did instead of playing... A game on his 3DS. <laughs> and, then I, and then I came here and made you really think about some deep life choices and why we do Sheldon Forgotten.
<laughs> anyway, guys, uh, you guys can follow Justin, of course, at just or Masson23 on Twitter, and you guys can listen to the Nintendo Days podcast. It's one of my favorite must-listen-to podcasts every single week. Listen to the Nintendo Dads. What are you doing? Too kind. Too kind. Thank you. Um, which you guys already know because we talk about the retro rewinds all the time. And speaking of which, I have to start that this week. I do too. I have not started. There is some. Yet. Adam did some sweet, sweet art for us again, as always. For oh, for for our Patreon subscribers, it's sweet art. Sweet art. Hey, that's me. Meaning John, John will show it to me. Uh, <laughs> Uh, of course, you guys can follow John at Johnny underscore Casino um, with no H because he's a weirdo. You guys can follow me at Dayspace. That's D-A-C-E-S-P-A-C-E. Of course, it's the Dayspace Podcast Network, which hosts the show every single week um, where you guys can support this show on Patreon at patreon.com slash Dayspace. That makes the show possible, makes our hosting possible every single day. John, do you have final words? Because I felt like I had one, I- but I didn't. <laughs> I did. I know that feeling. It, it, it you th- you're on the toilet, and all it is is a fart. Um, but no, no, I do want to say this though. I I did record earlier today with Gary Gray the the, the first episode of, of We Play Indie. Um, super fun. I had so much fun talking with Gary. Gary's hilarious. Uh, we all need to send him encouragement to make him go on We the Gamer Cast, and that'll be up sometime before the end of the month. I haven't figured out exactly what day. Besides that, it's got to end on the the solid normal lines of. I, I have huh? one. I have one. Okay, say it. I forgot it. Go ahead, John. <laughs> God kind of loves them, but God would love them a whole lot more if they stopped sodomizing each other. Take care of yourself. Remember, everybody, put your shelf first. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. <laughs>